0: Hello! Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So this week I really want to focus on um, the fact that it's been about five years since I've moved to San Antonio from the Rio Grande Valley. I mean, I don't think I moved up here until the beginning of August um, in um, 2017. Yeah, I was trying to do the math. Um, But it's weird because a lot of, of old photos have been, uh, creeping up in my, uh, Facebook feed and whatnot. And, uh, it's, it's been kind of making me a little nostalgic. Um, which is funny because I couldn't wait to leave the Rio Grande Valley. Um, and, and for those of you who aren't familiar with, uh, where that is, it's on the Texas, Mexico border, um, look up the city of McAllen and you'll kind of get an idea, you know, McAllen mission, and you'll you'll get an idea of where I'm talking about. Um, I lived there uh, in the RGV, as we call it, for about 13 years, yeah, Uh, from 2004 until 2017. And, um, you know, I was a transplant from Florida come Ohio. And uh, I just remember when, My plane landed uh, in McAllen for my um, interview at University of Texas, Pan-American back then. Um, I was super excited to see palm trees. I was like, cool. Because I did not want to move someplace where it was cold. Okay. So that that was a biggie and it made me happy to see palm trees. And another fun fact about the McAllen Airport, circa 2004, et cetera, and probably up until about 2006, was that you could park in front of the airport in this like small parking lot and not pay anything. (laughs) I dare you to find anything like that now. But yeah, that was pretty crazy. And um, yeah, I just remember one of my then colleagues, uh, picking me up at the airport and, and whatnot. And, uh, they, and took me out for dinner, I think. And then I, I saw a play at the school, uh, UTPA, um, which was really funny cause it was like this Irish detective play. And our department had this incredibly wonderful and still does, theater department and I, I still sing its praises because I feel like, um, the late Marian Monta, Jack Stanley, Brian Warren, and uh, a host of others, Tom Grabowski, um, really made that program what it is. And, uh, again, you can't find too many places in the country that are smallish and, you know, It was just so cute because I was just watching these, you know, Mexican American kids, you know, affect, uh, an Irish accent and it was good. I mean, they did a nice job and, and I was just like, oh my God, I can't wait to move here. And, and it was great. And, um, so, yeah, so I moved to the Valley in August of 2014 2004. Let's try that. My, darling younger sister uh flew down to Gainesville, Florida where I was living and helped me move. We got I got this uh moving truck where I I paid for like a, a section of the moving truck where I could put all my stuff in this one section, you know, and I forget how much it was, but they would like drop off my furniture. But we had to load the furniture, me and my friends. And then of course when it arrived in Edinburgh where I was living, uh, it was just me and my sister and my poor sister and I were like unloading this giant truck, but, uh, God love her. And at that time, the weather was 105 degrees every day. I mean, it was insane. I was just like, what are we doing? Where am I moving to? You know, cause I was used to heat and humidity in Florida, but this was an entirely, you know, different experience. And so Uh, And I can also remember when I first moved to, as I call it, way south Texas. um, I didn't understand why people were complaining about the humidity. I'm just like, dudes, you've not lived in Florida. You don't have any idea. But it's weird. As I continued living there for, you know, a number of years, 13 years, (laughs) the humidity part started to affect me. And I started understanding, oh, yeah, this place is pretty humid. It's like... And i think it became more humid over the years kind of climate change Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway yeah so i mean so the rio grande valley is just sort of this interesting unusual place okay and it's not for everybody i mean i saw a number of um professors that you know came down and took jobs and within a year left because they're like, Ooh, we can't take this. This isn't, you know, there isn't much civilization here for us. You know, and I'm just like, what did you expect? You know, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I, I kind of grooved on it. I was I, I kind of enjoyed the whole. Hi, I'm the white girl minority person vibe. Um, and of course, you know, students and whatnot, you know, relentlessly mocked me for being a white girl, which was so funny because again, I've lived in South Florida and traveled in Cuba and a lot of other places and no one ever really has pegged me as white. And so I was just like, okay, wow. Okay. That's fine. You know, And I was, I was a sport about it, you know, I wasn't going to be like upset or anything like that. but. Um, But yeah, so, you know, the first couple of years, you know, we're just sort of establishing myself, you know, in this new, uh, kind of weird place. Again, it's, it's, it's not a place that, (laughs) you know, it's not like El Paso or, you know, San Antonio or some of these other cities in Texas, where you, you're going to pass through it on your way to somewhere else, you know, in the, uh, Rio Grande Valley's case, unless you were like heading, you know south to Mexico or north from Mexico, you really weren't going to be experiencing this place. And I just kind of found it charming. I don't know. I liked it. And, and not in a condescending way, of course. I, I I really did embrace it. I loved it. And uh I think in twenty twelve, which was, you know, probably about what, eight years after I first you know, moved, I mean, I had started running, um, probably in like 2010, 20, 29. Uh, and you know, I would, but I was doing these like road five K's and whatnot and, you know, paying for a new five K or 10 K every day on weekend, because that's just how I felt like, you know, when you become enthusiastic about a new sport or whatever, you will often, um, you know, pay for a, you know, race every weekend and they weren't very expensive. And the thing is, is in the Valley, this was an anomaly as well. I mean, this is a place that at the time had the worst, you know, obesity problem and diabetes rate in the country. And, um, but yet here we were, you know, a bunch of people, running and and doing our thing and and trying to encourage others and so i don't know i always felt like that was i mean i feel like one of my life's contributions if i die tomorrow or something um will be to contributing to the valley's trail running scene um i remember i i can't tell you what year it was maybe it was 2012 when i maybe 2012 2011 i don't know but we, uh, uh, a friend of mine and I, uh, she drove and she was late. But uh, you know, we we showed up at the uh, Mission Trails in uh, way south Texas, and there was a group of probably about twenty five people. It was it was terrifying. I mean, it was just like, Whoa. but it was my first group run with these people, and I uh, I was like looking at them, and as we're pulling into the parking lot everybody's taking off and I'm just like, Oh God, I'm never gonna be able to catch up with these people. And so my friend, Ben, I remember him telling me that, you know, if you get lost, just go up on the levee and, you know, eventually you will find your way back. And, and, and so that's really what I did. And of course, stupidly, I did not bring my phone with me that day. And of course, the friend that I ran with, um, abandoned me pretty much because she didn't want to be left behind. I'm just like, do you think I want to be either? Hmm. However, this led to the no runner left behind credo, uh, at the mission, Texas trails. Uh, and again, I can proudly admit that I was the person that was the force beyond, uh, behind this. Um, because again, I didn't feel like it was fair that people were, you know, taking off and leaving others left behind. I mean, yeah, it's great. If you want to go out and run your race or run your, you know, miles, that's great. But, you know, for average people doing their runs, uh, you know, like on a weekly Wednesday night, you know, four or five mile run, there's no need, you know, to be that guy and just, you know, run away from everybody else and just, you know, leave everybody else left behind. And so we instituted this rule and, yeah, so about every mile or so, we would, and I have to give my friend uh, Robert Ruiz, Ruiz, Luisa Escamilla, and a few others um, a lot of kudos, you know, for except and Javi Cavazos, uh, you know, for you know accepting this rule and 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 adhering to it. And I wasn't trying to be like some sort of, you know, what dictator or something like that, but I was just kind of like. Okay, look, we are trying to attract regular people to running the trails, which is the greatest thing ever. It's much better than running on roads. Let's not upset them or make them feel bad because you know they're running you know, um you know a little slower than they would have on road. And uh, yeah, let's just like make this, you know, a little bit more accommodating for people. And so we did. And yeah, for most of the time since then, uh, when I lived there, that's kind of the way things went. I know some of the speed people, they got impatient and they didn't really appreciate the, you know, no runner left behind and believe me, I understand that I get it. And that was fine. But for the greater good, I guess I felt like this was the way it needed to be, you know, and and I felt like it should be. And again, I am not a great runner. I'm not a fast runner. Um, but I also know what it feels like to be left behind and to be lost and scared. And you're just like, Oh God, what do I do? You know? And you know, either you accept that or you just do your own thing. And I, I, you know, but I have to say, uh, Wednesday nights in the RGV and Saturday mornings were some of the best running experiences I've ever had. And I'm not really sure that, and again, no no offense to my friends here in San Antonio, but I don't know that I've ever experienced anything as supportive and, um, I don't know, uplifting as this group was. And it's funny because I, I knew people that had moved from the the valley to other parts of Texas or other parts of the country, and they were always like, oh yeah it's never going to be like it was you know in the valley and i'm just like really you know and and, yeah and so i didn't really understand that until i moved to san antonio which again i moved to san antonio because i was like okay i'm being offered a job that is pretty much the same as what i'm you know what i was doing at the time and it was in a place where i often drove to (laughs) So, uh, instead of driving five or six hours, I could drive, you know, one or two hours to someplace. And I was like, well, this can't be bad, but I honestly, it took me about two, two and a half years before I finally found a group of people, especially, uh, ladies, uh, that, you know, were, were similar to my friends in the, in the Valley. And, uh, yeah, but the other thing i think about the valley uh, that i wanted to share with you is that i don't know we just had this sense of community that was stronger than a lot of places i've ever lived um in that there weren't that many places to run in the valley and so you know we had mission trails we had you know benson park we had you know of course second street 23rd street um maybe the occasional, you know, trail out in Harlingen, um, I'm trying to think of what, oh, and then there's this other place that we called, uh, well, no, we didn't call it, but it is called Salda And, uh, this was a salt lake, uh, outside of Edinburgh that, uh, had boasted a salt lake. And this, I don't know, the shore was just like, caked with salt it was just so weird and as a midwesterner it was so weird for me because you would be i'd be running on it and i'd see these like kind of like shiny parts and i'd just be like eh, i think i'm gonna slide oh my god and it wasn't it was just salt you know but I, you know and i didn't slip or anything but of course your feet went down into the salt you know but it but it looked like snow and ice and it was so crazy but uh, and that's what the uh, the cover photo is of um because we used to go out there once in a while and you know just a group of us and just you know run out there at this place and um you know again it wasn't like a super long loop or anything like that but it was just more of the experience and uh so yeah so i think that was really you know important and uh again i i when i uh left the, the valley you know five years ago we had a going away run for me and um, we ran, you know, the Mission Trails, and uh, one morning, and uh, probably about eight, you know five years ago, something like that. And uh, we got to this place called Donna Hill. Well, we—I used to have this habit of naming all the parts of Mission Trails if they had not been already named. Um, we had a little place that was sort of full of like um, bamboo or something. And I called it Little Vietnam because it looked like a lot of the uh, places I'd seen of uh, Vietnam in films or documentaries. And so there was that. But there was also this little fierce bump of a hill uh, out there uh, that ended up being called Donna Hill. And, uh, it was just someplace where, you know, a few of us did hill repeats or whatever. It was not a big hill. It was nothing, you know, but it was, but it still became my thing, you know? And, and again, I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back and just be like, well, I was the, you know, savior of you know mission trails. Cause I wasn't, but it was just like, I was so enthusiastic and I still am, um, about getting other people involved and joining us and no one was left behind. There was no judgment. You know, I love getting new runners and and helping them and, and and encouraging them and whatnot. And it was just, you know, we would have like, you know, 20 or 30 people out there, you know, on a Wednesday or a Saturday, you know, depending on the mileage. And it was amazing. And I really miss that. Um, And I'm not sure that'll ever be replicated anywhere that I'm going to live or have lived. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, yeah. And, And this is how I've met a lot of my very dear friends, uh, Orly and Kathy, Louisa, Robert, David, um, Javi, Lisa. Um, and if I left anybody out, I apologize. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head, but, I just feel like a lot of people sort of you know scrunch their nose when they're like well the valley you know it's like flat it's like yeah it's flat but you know what it's still we still have a great community and it's amazing and um although i was talking to a friend of mine last week who confided in me i shouldn't say confided but revealed to me that things are not the way they used to be which is sort of sad you know so i feel like i was there and it's you know salad days if you will um but um yeah i and and like anything i'm hoping that it will cycle back around that you know they will see another renaissance of you know runners out there um you know we used to have giant groups of people traveling up to Tejas trails races and um you know we impressed uh the original race director uh, Joe Presidus you know he's like y'all came up here for more of this shit you know <laughs> and uh we were like yeah we did you know but i mean again we don't you know in the in the valley we didn't have that many places to go or or practice and i mean I can say that, you know, in San Antonio, there's just like, you could go out any day of the week and run in a different place and, you know, find a different type of terrain or whatever. So, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have that. And I am fortunate to have found, you know, some friends that I uh, connect with and that, you know, we, we kind of support each other and we run together. We're not all fast and, you know, all that sort of thing. And, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like if you ever find yourself in the valley, you should definitely go check out Mission Trails. Um, I know it is a shadow of what it used to be, but that's the way this goes. Um, anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.